855-MT-FRUIT. Visit us online at shopmountainfruit.com. Jerut Radio, jerutradio.com, and all the numbers, and uh, we are here with uh, Sam Gindi, uh, the, the way, the Parashat HaShavuah through the eyes of Rabbi Avigdor Miller, and it's raining outside, it's a beautiful, just let it go around a little bit, get wet, and uh, after a beautiful, beautiful holiday, Sukkot, Hashanah Rabbah, Simchat Torah, and all Ashmini Atzeret, we have here now. We come back to our regular schedule, and Sam is here. We are waiting for you, Sam. Thank you, Nisim. And it's a privilege and a pleasure to be back here on uh, Daily Radio and uh, with all the beautiful and gorgeous Jewish listeners out there all over the world. And it's certainly a good to uh, be here for uh, you know, these six years now. So time flies and we the time. And, um, of course, uh, we have to have a hakarata Basically, Hakarat Atol is everything. Hakarat Atol is the foundation of being a human being. Forget about being a Jew. That's not about being a Jew. First, got to be a human being first. You've got to be an Adam. Be an Adam. Then you could be a good Jew. But uh, uh, the foundation of it, Sheken Hovat Kol Hayitzurim. Oh, is there every, was there yesterday, Shabbat. This is the obligation of all creations. To praise, to thank, to realize, to have hakara, to have appreciation and gratitude, and all the things you All everybody, all the Eskimos, all the Africans, all of the uh, Chinese, all of the all, all of the, uh, the Afghanistanis, all the Russians. Everybody has an obligation to have appreciation, have hakara to realize what they're getting. Realize how good it is and to thank you. And everything, every single thing, every single thing that they do, every single thing that they get, whether it's uh, food from their mother and father, whether it's shelter from their father, or whether it's uh, a beautiful day, or whether it's whatever you're getting, you have an obligation to realize you've gotten it and you owe, and it's not for free. And I want to pay back. And that's called that's called hakarat And that is the first premise of Torah. First premise of being a ben adam. Actually, a premise even without Torah. That's Torah Tasecha. That's the Torah of your mind. Torah of a good mind. Lev Tov. We stay from the Yetzirah Lev Tov. Lev Tov is a clean mind. Today, what can I tell you? Even that's been uh, corrupted. People don't think they owe anybody nothing. I don't know nobody nothing. Don't tell me. I don't know my mommy nothing. My daddy. I didn't tell them to give birth to me. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Oh, wow. That's a sickness. You hear that? The guys, you got to bring them to the hospital. Bring him right to the hospital. Call the Hatzalah. The guy says, I don't owe my mother and father anything. I didn't ask them to bring me into this world. 
I don't owe them a thank you. I don't owe them thank you for my dinner, for my breakfast. I don't owe my mommy thank you for changing my diapers. I don't owe them. They owe me. They owe me. They brought me into this world. They got to take care of me. Wow, wow. That, that person needs a lot of help. A lot of help. I don't know what to say about that person. Because he's going against his nature. That's not even nature. The nature is the opposite of that. The nature is to feel beholden to people that hold the door open to you. Beholden to somebody that gives you good advice. Beholden to somebody that gives you a smile. That is, that is Hakarat HaTorah. The truth of the matter is, we have it right in the beginning of our Dereshit. But before we, before we touch on that, I just wanted to say that right now, this, this past Shabbat is extra, extra special because we have, we, this Shabbat is brand new. It's Bereshit. It's fresh. It's fresh. And we've gone through all the holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Simchat Torah, all the holidays, we're now not the same people anymore. We're different people. And we are de facto different people, but you have to also realize you are different. When you realize you're different, you can be different, you act different. How do you be different? By acting different. You can't just be thinking different. That's okay. But you've got to start acting different. Those, those actions, they, 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 they're the ones that forms your thought process. It's not the, I, I, I'm a good guy inside. No, no. Be a good guy outside, and eventually you'll become a good guy inside. You hear what I'm telling you? Very important uh, thing. This is Torah psychology. Not my psychology. It's Torah psychology. Your outward actions. So you be nice to your mother and father. You be nice to your sisters and brothers. You be act honest. You act loyal. Even though maybe, I don't know, Eventually, you're going to be even more honest and more loyal and more loving and more caring and more, more all these things we why? Because you act that way. You've got to act that way. Smile to people in the morning. Good morning. Tell them first, good morning. Good to see you. You act that way. So, Hakarata Tov, so that, again, with all this brand newness, with all this newness, new, new, new vote that we put in ourselves, we are now prepared for a new year. And this new year, we're going to have a great year. And the year that we're starting off with a billion dollars in the bank, so to speak. A billion. So we're not start, we're starting off not rash. We have now, we, we, we are, we are we're not Dalim anymore. We're not poor people. We're full of mitzvot. And with this new feeling and this new ruchaniyut and this new spirituality of being full of mitzvot, we are able to fill the bag even more. And it's easier to fill the bag. It's easier to fill the bag. When you have a bag that's a little bit, you know, you, 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 what they call it, prime the well. When you prime, you got to prime the well first. you got to put a little water in the well first. You prime that well, then you could draw up more water from the well. From an empty well, it's more difficult. When they have an empty, empty well, there's, there's no water in it, but there's junk in there. So we have now gone through these holidays which have primed our well, and now we're ready to fill the well with more ideas of Torah, Emet, Ma'asim, so, 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 so again, we were talking about Hakarat Tov, and, and we have to know that right in the beginning of Torah, we were looking at today, that Rashi says, you know, Adam Arishon was kicked out of Gan Eden. And certainly he was uh, over on the only mitzvah in the Torah. There's only one mitzvah in, in the Olam. Hashem commanded him one mitzvah, don't eat from the tree. That's it, one mitzvah. That's what you got. One, we got 613 plus Ramana, but no, Adam Arishon had one mitzvah. He says, Adam. Don't eat from the tree. That's it. Only one mitzvah. And he, and he was all there. Extenuating circumstances. His wife gave it to him. He thought his wife was serving him kosher food. Whatever it is. Bottom line is, he did eat from the tree. So, but Rashi points, but when, when, when Hashem comes to Adam and says, what did you do over here? How did you know you were naked? What did you do? He gave him a chance to make the Shabbat. He gave him a chance. Hashem gave Adam a chance, which is a model for us always with the children. Give, don't, don't corner them. Give them a chance to say, Daddy, I didn't mean it. Don't corner them. I know what you're doing. No, no, Daddy, I didn't do my home because I would. Give them, give them again. Don't put them with a gun to the head, to the walls, because it's not a good way to raise children. You give them a chance, just like even Hashem gave Kain a chance. He gave him a chance. Where are you? I didn't see you. I didn't hear you. Oh, no. Kain, he killed his brother. He gave him a chance to admit it. Give people a chance to admit it. Hashem gave Adam Marishon a chance to admit that he ate from the ate from the fruit, made the sin, but he didn't do that. Adam Harishon did something terrible. 
terrible. He said, you know, Hashem, the, the, the lady that you gave me, she, she did it. You, it's your fault, God. You gave me a defective merchandise. You gave me a defective lady. And the, what you gave me, she's the one that gave me the fruit to eat, so it's your fault, God. So she tells us, From this we see that the Damarishon was an ingrate. And ingrate is the worst possible kind of a person, as we said before. Ingrate. A man that's denying good that he's been getting. Not only denying it, he's, he, he's despising it. He's saying it's bad. Adam got a beautiful wife, the best woman in the whole wide world, made by God, the woman made by God, made by God. Not made in China, she's made by God, this woman. And it's a piece of, it's a piece of uh, Adam, it's a piece of his bone on top of it. And yet, and yet, and yet he, 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 he did not appreciate that. He didn't show, he didn't show his appreciation for this gift that Hashem gave him. So, so we see over here he's, he, he, he's having he's an ingrate. Ingratitude is the worst thing. And we have to know, I want to tell you, you know, why do we do all the misfortunes? All six misfortunes. Now, people usually say, well, because God gave it to me. What about you talking to a guy that uh, he's not sure about that? He's, you want to know, why are you doing 613? Why are you doing misfortunes at all? The answer is it's hakarat Every single one of them is hakarat I'm showing gratitude. I'm not an ingrate. I'm showing it's, it's coming from somewhere. When I, when I eat a piece of bread, I say about why? Because I know that the bread is coming from, 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 from somewhere. It's coming from Hashem. So I want to thank Him for it. Water, I want to thank Him for it. And, and everything I get, that's a hakarat. I have an arm, so I'm putting tefillin on my arm. I want to thank Hashem that I got an arm and a head. Oh, you got to think about that. Everything you're getting is, is showing that it's not me that's doing it. It's not I. I mean me. I mean mine. It's not me. It's I'm, I'm understanding that everything I get, I'm getting is from also my mother, my father, my customers, my uh, my suppliers, my boss. I have to, I'm beholding to all these things. So now, we now are starting with a brand new beginning, a fresh year. We have, we have new goals, aspirations, we have a new attitude. We're open to great Torah ideas. So we have, let's we have think let's think about that and putting we're putting these ideas into our into our fresh and clean minds, like putting on that fresh notebook on the first day of school. The first day of school is that fresh notebook, fresh machbedet. You want to put nice, fresh handwriting on that machbedet. You don't want to doodle. You look at last year's machbedet, it was all scribble on there, pictures, you put uh, notes in there, and, uh, uh, you know, all those things, you, you know, doodling. In the, look at last year's, you'll see it. Like everybody does. And we have starting place. So this year I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to listen to everything the teacher says. I'm going to take good notes. I'm going to review my learning at the end of the day. Fresh year, it's a good attitude to have. Now, now, big idea to have is like this. When we open the Chumash, we open our Sefer Bereshit, Parashat Bereshit, we have to open it with a brand new idea, big idea. The big idea is that we're open to the Torah. The Torah is the thoughts of Hashem. That's what he's thinking. That's the only thing we have. We can't see him, we can't hear him. The Torah is written, it's divine. It's Torah min Hashemayim. So everything that's written in the Torah is what Hashem is thinking. Right now, Hashem is thinking the big Pasuk. Pereshit para Elohim et Hashemayim ve et Ha'aret. Hashem has to know that by heart. It's like no less than Modeh Ani Lepanecha. Modeh Ani Lepanecha, Melech Hai Vekayam, Shechazarta Bi Nishmati Bechemar Abba Emunatecha. Every first grader knows that. And we should all know that, certainly know it. We get up in the morning, first thing we do, we thank Hashem that we got up in the morning. And the big pasuk we have to know, not any less than that, is Bereshit, Bara, Elohim, Et HaShemayim, Et Seven words. And those seven words <coughs> is an obligation. It's an obligation. And we have to know that Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in His divine Torah, puts that first. We could have put a lot of other things first. We could have put the Ten Commandments first. We could have put the Kodesh Hashem first. We could have put the Shema Yisrael first. We could have put a lot of things, good things in the Torah first. We could have put the Anelchi Hashem Elohecha, Shirochitecha means Israel. We could have put it first. But no. Hashem put first Anelchi. He put Bereshit Parah. That's what he put first. He deemed it 
most necessary to put that first, most needed to put that first. We should know that by heart very, very soon. Why is it no more? Because those, though that idea puts right at the beginning, because it's most vital. It's vital to know that this has the two most important and vital fundamental principles in Torah are put right there in the beginning. Right? First of all, that's number one. God created in the beginning. It is Elohim in the world, number one. Number two, Bara. He created the world. Not that there's just a God in the world. He created the world, the world that we're standing on. The universe that we see, the, the sun, moon, stars that we see, everything we see, and even the stuff that, that's beyond our scope and seeing from the Batser Kinim, from the, from the microorganisms that we can't see, to the to the, the, the microscopic worlds, the atoms and the neutrons and the electrons that are just being revealed all the time by the scientists, the further and further the, the, there's no end. It's a wisdom that has no end. So, all those things that the Shiv Hashem created all of them and Uman Higan. And He's running it. The only reason that the electron is running around the atom is because Hashem is willing it to run around the atom. If Hashem took his mind off of that, took his will off of that, it would disintegrate into nothing. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't exist. All of the mitzvot that we see in the world, all of the materialism, all of the actualities that we see in the world is only within the imagination of God. I'll say that one more time because it needs to sink in. All of the physicality that we see in this world, the trees, the sun, the moon, the stars, a person, people, food, chicken, fish, everything you see in the world, the wall in front of your face, it's only the imagination of Hashem and the only reason it's standing that wall is because Hashem is willing it to stand. So in your mind's eye, try to see on that wall, very big idea I'm going to tell you now, try to see on that wall, Yudke Vavke, because that's what's holding up the wall. It's the will of Hashem. Hashem is holding up the wall because He's willing the wall to be here. So when you look in the mirror and you see yourself in the mirror, you should be very happy because you should know that Hashem has willed it today that you should be in this world. That's a great idea. You should be happy because the only reason you're here is because Hashem wants you to be here. And the fact that you're here means Hashem wants you to be here. It means that Hashem feels good enough about you that you should be here. Your potential, what you can do, maybe what you have done, maybe what your father did, maybe what your grandfather did, maybe Abraham Avinu did, whatever it is, you're here because of something good that Hashem has seen in you to be here. And, and He wants you to live up to that, certainly. So that's something we have to know that Hashem is running the world. Now, now, Now we have to know that Hashem describes creation with 31 Pesukim. That's a lot of real estate. And it means that Hashem wants us to know it's very important and vital information for us to study as well. So, now, Hashem didn't have to 31 Pesukim for the Briah. All he had to say was Hashem, all he said the first one, that's enough. God created the heavens and the earth. That's it, finish. No, he went into each one individually, the light, the sun, the stars, the moon, the the, 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 the seeds, the animals, human beings. And he went for in 31 Pesachim in detail because why he wanted to study it. Now, 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 we have to look. We have to look here. That we have to notice a lot of things. But we want to notice that the that Hashem Satan Hashem, Hashem is in his Torah, he's, in, he's, he's focusing on the Shemayim first. He's focusing on the great creation of the universe. It's vast. It's with wisdom. It's with power. It's with kindness. The universe now, he switches gears. He switches lenses. Hashem switches focus and he goes to the Aadis. After Hashem switches to the Aadis, that's the little teeny earth that we're, we are standing on. He doesn't talk about the Shemaim anymore. You know why? 
because the shamayim is secondary to the artist. All that whole shamayim that he created, it's secondary to the artist because the whole purpose of creation is not the shamayim. It's this artist, this world, this artist that, 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 that is going to be inclusive of human beings, or men, mankind, and Jews, Jews in particular. So now Hashem talks about the art, doesn't talk about Now, once Hashem, by makes Adam in Adama, Hashem doesn't talk about the artists anymore. He's only for the rest of the time now, he's only talking about men. The lenders have changed. It says, and the, the Spirit of God is hovering over the face of the earth, of the face of the waters. So the question, what is it hovering for? What is it land? It's waiting for the proper place to land. It's waiting for the proper place to put the Shekhinah. It's waiting for the proper place to put the Kedushah. And, and that, that place has to bring him down, bring, him, bring Hashem, attract him to it. Hashem, Hashem is going to land on a place that's Shayach, that's going to be... Uh, that is going to be good, going to be um, um, be prepared for the Shekhinah, prepared himself. So now Hashem changed gears from the heavens to the earth to mankind, and now he's waiting. He's waiting for the real place. Because a little later on, at the end of next week, Noah, Parashah, is going to have the, the advent and the, the coming and the unveiling and the... Um, of the true purpose of creation is Behebara'am. Behebara'am. Eletor Dot Shemayim Va'aret Behebara'am. Behebara'am. Change the letters around, that's Abraham. Be'Abraham. Hashem created the whole world. Let's break the news to you now. Listen carefully for Abraham. You know Abraham? Abraham, that's you. That's you Jew. Abraham is the seed of Abraham. The whole world. Bereshit, Fishkir Reshit. Israel, Israel, Israel is the Jewish people. God created the whole world. The whole purpose of the world is the Torah and Israel to study the Torah. So now, Shem lands on Abraham, Shekinah, and the rest of the Torah, the rest of the Tanakh, the rest, let's say the rest of the Torah anyway, is only talking about one subject that is Israel, the children of Israel. That the children of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Israel, Jewish people. Now that's that's what we're talking about. Today. Now, now, Sefer Bereshit is the most voluminous of all five books of Moses of the Torah, and yet there's only three mitzvot in the Sefer Bereshit. First one is Teruvu, be fruitful and multiply, to have children, have a boy and a girl. That you do the mitzvah for the That is a vital mitzvah. Of course, you got to get married first. Like we learned today in the shiur, you got to get married. But in order to do perul vu, Shulchan Aruch tells us you must be married first. So that's your mitzvah to get married. Get married and then have children. That's the first thing. Hashem made this whole world not for the horses, not for the chipmunks. He made it for people. In order to, so you have to have children. Perul vu, perul vu, and if it's, what are the purposes? You have the children. To serve Hashem, to become perfect, to improve yourself, to become the Sarefeta Beriot, to purify, to get purified, to become purified, you become greater and greater, and you become an honor to Hashem, an honor to the Gabriel, become a Tidush Hashem. That's Piru, inclusive in Piru. Another Mila, another Mitzvah is Berit Mila. Hashem. In Sefer Bereshit, brings Berit Milah, Mitzvah, on Jewish people to have a Berit Milah. And the third one is Gid Hanasheh. That's a lot Ta'aseh. Don't eat from the Gid Hanasheh. It's a Mitzvah, not to eat from it, to remember many things. Especially one that the Satan, the Melachamavet, the Etzav, the remains of Etzav, tried to to undermine Yaakov by by sucker punching him and hitting him in the thigh, hitting him in the Gid Hanasheh. And it should remind, when you hit them to get them, we don't eat that part of the animal. And it should remind us that there are a lot of things. Uh, certainly, remind us, uh, I, I'm coming up with one. It remind us is that, that the, 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 maybe the, the, the uh, Esav, or like the Satan, or like the Goyim, they have, they have to stay on guard. 
You must be on guard. You can't take You see, Yaakov took his mind off guard for a second. He had the Satan in a headlock. He had Esav's angel in a headlock, and he was ready to, 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 he was ready to give up. He was ready to, 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 to give in. But then Yaakov Avinu had a lapse. He had a lapse. Why? Because he had a, he had a lapse. He, because it actually it was too painful for him. He was, he was fighting with an angel. An angel is a, he can't fight here. An angel for that. But he was doing pretty good. But then the angel was crushing his bones. So he had a lapse. And when he had that lapse, the angel gave him a shot to the thigh. It's very similar to when uh, Yaakov Bino was hugging Esav. They met each other. They were hugging. And, and Yaakov, really, Yaakov really loved his brother. And he would have liked to have his brother on board. And he would like to, you know, it's his brother, his blood brother, his, his twin brother. But he realized, you know, Esav, not on, it's not on the same page. It's not on the same page. And, and, and in that moment of that lapse, it was very dangerous. That was the most dangerous moment of his whole life, that he was going to follow Esav to Harsahir. Now, he caught himself. He caught himself, but, uh, but, but he was damaged. That lapse, that, just like he was damaged in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the thigh, there was also some kind of some damage over here. Esav bit him in the neck. And uh, there was some kind of a damage. In any case, so we have the Gid HaNashir. Now, there are hundreds of lessons of Derech Eretz with many fundamental principles of Judaism, including in Sefer Bereshit. Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah. Good character is a necessary prerequisite and depository for learning Torah. Men Derech Eretz and Torah. All of the true stories in Sefer Bereshit are planned by Hashem to teach us and our models for perfection of character. All of the actions of our holy Abot and Umahot and their families are misbought of Derek Eretz and Mizot Tobot. Although I know it's telling us misbought, no less than misbought. He's enumerating these stories, he misbought these stories of Derek Eretz character, they're misbought no less than any. And also the fundamental principles, which we'll mention a couple of them today. The Rambam wrote in Hilchot Deot, which is actually all about good Mizot. The golden middle path. But he calls it he'll quote the ought, opinions and ideas. He does not character traits. Why? He calls it he'll quote the ought. He didn't call it he'll quote Midot. And Obama is telling us the secret. And Midot is what affects your the ought. Midot affects your ideas. And opinions and opinions, which the well, the ideas that that you allow to go into your head shape your Midot and character. How careful we got to be about our ideas. Your ideas is what's forming your character. And your character is, sh- is shaving your ideas. I mean, what character, what kind of character you have is you will formulate the type of ideas that you're going to have. So, now, let's touch on some more of these uh, this theme together. For example, uh, right in the beginning of the we have, we have, if not the, the whole uh, basis of, 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 of life, and uh, that's called free will. Free will, freedom of choice. You have freedom of choice, but no, not freedom of results. This is very important. Let me say it again. That's Mitzrayim Shanim. We have freedom of choice. You can choose. You can choose to go to shul, but you don't have freedom of results. You can go choose to go to work, but you don't know if you're going to make money or not. You can choose, but your 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 tafkid, your your purpose, your obligation is to have that choice, the proper choice, freedom of choice. The freedom of result, that's, 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 not, that's, not, that's not in your hands. Akol bideh shamayim. Everything is in the hands of heaven. Chut That's your freedom of choice. Your freedom to choose. You could be free to go into that restaurant, not to go into that restaurant. Go into that club, not to go into that. That's your choice. Re'eh. Natati lachem. You have bacharta bachayim. And choose life. That's our that's our whole objective in this world, is to, is, is to utilize your free will, your free will choices. Rabbi once told me on a Friday night, face-to-face, you know, maybe the biggest miracle in the whole wide world is that we, that we have free will at all. Because God is the only one that has free will to choose. But he's giving over, so to speak, some of his free will to us in order to become perfect. Because 
if we just had no free will, there's no, uh, then there's, you can't accomplish anything. Then there's no, there's no reward or punishment because it's not your fault. There's no free will. Not my fault. I went to that place because I did good things, but not free. My, 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 it wasn't my free will. I did it because I was programmed. You know, a, a cat is programmed. Uh, a, a, a cow is programmed. He eats and he, and he goes to the bathroom. He eats and he goes and he, whatever he does. They're programmed to do it. A spider is programmed how to make a spider web. Nobody taught him how to make it. He's not supposed to get a bird is programmed how to fly, how to make eggs. But a human being is not programmed. A human being has free will. And Hashem expects us to make good use of that free will. And that's what we are rewarded and punished on our free will choices. So make sure to guard your free will. If a person, Hashem Shalom, loses his free will, if he gives up his free will to his desires, to drugs, to cigarettes, to uh, to women, to watching the wrong stuff. So he gave up his free will. He's hooked. He's addicted. He can't just say, I'm addicted. No, he's a, he's, a, he's a chotir. He's a sinner. In fact, he's a sinner of the worst kind. Why? Because he gave up the biggest gift that he can get. The biggest gift in this world that God gave us is free will, freedom of choice. So, so we have to make so sure God that for you. In fact, Rabbi Miller goes so far to say in Devak's door <coughs> that as much as we have to have a rabbi, as much as we have to know, have to have hachana'ah, we have to have humility to go to the rabbis and the great rabbis to help us when we have need a, a decision, when we, to, we have humility to teach us, to go to these rabbis. That, we have to have a rabbi. And, and you defer to that rabbi. However, Ramon says, you don't give, you shouldn't give over your whole head to that rabbi because you have to maintain certainly a certain amount of free will. You have to maintain, if you have to be careful, you have to guard your free will, even when it comes to your rabbi. That's a big, big hadush, big idea. Now, we see over here reward and punishment to had an honor. There's a big principle we're seeing over here in the beginning of our Torah. Now, we have to know, again, that in the beginning of our Torah, Hashem is ensconcing, He's embedding, He's putting, placing all of the great principles in Torah that might not even appear again later, in, later on in Torah. And there are also foundations for Torah. So over here we have Bechirach and Chofshit. What? Uh, they could have ate from the fruit, don't eat from the fruit. That's your choice. It was commanded what to do. You have freedom of choice, not freedom of result. And they, had, they, they picked the wrong choice. Adam and Chava... They made the wrong choice, and they brought all kind of devastation to the world. So let's touch on that devastation. That's a very, very big thing to touch on. They're teaching you over here another fundamental principle. The principle is devastation of sin. We tend to think if you make a sin, so what are you going to do? You know, uh, even if you can make Teshubah, of course you can make Teshubah, but there is a devastation that goes on with a sin. There's a destruction of a sin. And that destruction is huge. We don't realize that even though Adam made the made Teshuvah, but the devastation was done. The building collapsed already. And me'uvat The Kohila tells you sometimes there's certain things that you make it crooked, you can't strain it out. You could try, you should try, you should try, absolutely try. But certain things cannot be strained out. I mean, sin, especially in Tanambam, will tell you, if you do them repeatedly, if you do a sin, you know, one time you could fix it up. Two, three times, four times, it becomes like a mitzvah. And it would be very difficult for you to fix that up because you think you're doing the right thing. So, you see the principle of bechira, or you see the principle of, of, of uh, devastation of sin. You see the principle of reward and punishment, sakhar and onish. Ah, you see that there is, there is a principle of that. Now, coming on to that principle, let's talk about uh, Dan Eden. Because sometimes we don't see the sakhar and onish in this world. We talk about Olam Abba. So we have to have a principle in our Torah that's set right now in stone at a foundation for the Torah before you can go even further in Torah, in Sefer Bereshit, in Parashat Bereshit, of the principle of Gan Eden. Gan Eden really is inclusive of Olam Haba. It's inclusive of Gehinam. That's all inclusive. So Hashem put Adam Arishon and Haba in Gan Eden. Gan Eden, again, it's a mashal, it's a model for the best place you can ever be. And the best place you can be is next to God. Next to God means, next to God means in the next world. When your soul leaves you after 120 years, 
then the soul will be returned to its maker, to where it came from, and that's right next to God. That's Gan Eden. That's a big principle. Without that principle of Gan Eden, then you're a kofir. Then you're a heretic. Then you're a denier. Then you're not included as a, a, a Jew. In fact, you cannot be a human being. Without thinking that there's a lama ba, that there's a reward and punishment, then you're a hefker person. Then you're a murderer, probably a gangster, whatever you want, because there's no repercussions. If a person thinks there's no repercussions, then what's stopping him? He's going to be, a, to be an animal. So, so that's why the Rambam enumerates that in the 13 Yag Ikarim of the Rambam. It's enumerated, but you've got to believe you have to believe in Sakhar and Onish. He gives the wicked man according to his wickedness. Now, you might not see it here, may see it there. You wait around long enough, you'll even see it here too. You know, Al Capone got his, his, got, got his over here, and Hitler got killed over here too. Now, that wasn't enough for him, certainly, but he did. He, he, Eichmann, they burnt him on the, they, 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 they put him in the electric chair and burnt him, then burnt him to the crisp. Now, was that the full punishment? Of course not. But if you waited long enough, saw it. I mean, he didn't live out his life. That's for sure. So we have to wait and we see that, that, that there, is, there is reward and there's punishment. So now, we have to also know that that, that there's only one gay, one way to get to Alam This world is a vestibule. It's a hallway. It's Ocean Parkway to get to New York City. Most goals, you can't get to New York City without going through Ocean Parkway. Uh, maybe you just want to go around the, around the New Jersey way. You can get there, too. It's still a way to get there. So, so you have to know that this world, the only way you can get to Ulam which is the target, Ulam is the end game, and it's the beginning game. And that is the tachlit of life. That the Metzalim will tell you that, that the purpose of life is to get is to, is to gain Ulam we want to gain it because that is mitzvah. Allah about that's foreverness. That's 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 that's, that, that's clinging to the shekhinah and seeing, getting, getting some of the uh, understanding, the bina of how Hashem been running the world, is running the world, and will run the world. So, so you can get it only from this world and you have to prepare you have to prepare yourself in this world this world of Allah now Hashem in these parashiyot gives us only mentioned it two or three times this parashat Shanoah is the principle of Seder Mokim now that Seder Mokim is, is a very fundamental very deep uh, needs to be needs to be at the forefront of our, our eyes all the time because that's what Hashem is thinking. And we have to we said before, the thoughts, the Torah is what Hashem is thinking. And He's thinking, He's thinking, and He's thinking, when we think those thoughts, we're thinking like Hashem. And you can do it. And thinking like Hashem, by the way, is the highest level. That's the halakhtah bedrachah. Et halohim hitalech noah. Noah walk. And Hanoch also is sadiq. Hanoch he also walks with Hashem. He calls himself to think about Hashem. So, we are now going to think one of the thoughts of Hashem, one of the million thoughts of Hashem, that the whole Torah is the thoughts of Hashem. That's why a Tamit Hacham, that is learning Torah. Anytime you learn Torah, you're thinking Hashem's thoughts. Now, next time you open up whatever you're learning, Humash, a Gemara, a Mishnah, Musar Sefer, whatever Sefer you're learning, before you open it up, think in, the mind, in your mind. You can say it with your mouth. I am going to learn. I'm going to learn Hashem's thoughts. And I'm trying to acquire His thoughts. And that's what I'm That's why you go to a Chacham, a Mitracham, a big high school rabbi to, 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 uh, to get a, uh, you know, to get a, um, to, to run by him a problem that you have or a question that you may have because you know that he is thinking that that beautiful holy rabbi is learning all the time. He's thinking Hashem's thoughts, and Rabbi Miller would tell us he can access thousands of pre thousands of models in the Gemara in the Torah of your problem. He can access them, and he can see the solution to your problems. Maybe 
snap of a finger because he's accessed the pre-model uh, for your problem that's out there. You're not, you're not the first time. Your problem isn't the first time that your problem uh, happened. It's happened, uh, uh, it's happened many times before throughout history, throughout Torah. So that's what we go to the Chacham because he is thinking like Hashem. So now, we're talking about the principle of Selim Lokim. Selim Lokim means literally the image of God. And, and it appears right there, as we said, by and Hashem created a man, in his image, in the image of Hashem, of course, God doesn't have an image. Don't get the wrong impression. You've got no image. You can't even make a graven image. It's against the Torah. It's against Hashem. You can't make the false simunah. You can't paint a picture, you can't make an image, you can't make a graven image, one that sticks out, bullet, all that stuff. You can't do that. That's, that's, that's Abu Dazara. You can't do that. That's what Abraham Avinu fought against that. So that's on the one side, Hashem But on the other side, you have to, Hashem wants you to know and to believe and to feel that you're created in the Salem in the image of God. Image, of course, in the image of the character trait. Those are the that is God, by the way. That's him. That's who he is. That's what he is. That's his revelation to Moshe Rabbeinu. That's his revelation to us. That's why we're living today. That's why we said it a billion times uh, during the Sedi Fourth. I said it We said it a billion times. Million times. What? When Moshe Rabbeinu asked Hashem, Hareni show me your ways, show me how you run the world, Hashem told him, I can't show you when my life, but he did show him. What did show him to show you? You know who I am? I'm patient. I'm merciful. I'm kind. I'm rahum, v'chanun, erechapayim, rafesed, emet, I'm truthful, I'm truth. I give truth, I give, I give mercy, and chesed to, to thousands, a million, and this is what Hashem is revealing that He wants us. That we have to emulate Hashem by doing these these traits that He's uh, revealed to us. Open revelation. So, but the higher the higher level is Hobot halevavot. Hobot halevavot. Hobot is the obligations of the mind. That's the misfort of the mind. The thought of the mind is what you're thinking, and we are what we're thinking, as we said before. That's that's the. It's, 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 we have freedom of, of, of uh, not freedom, freedom of choice. That's in our mind. We choose to do something. That's a real choice. It can't be a fate. You can't. Be, yeah, I'm choosing to go to shul, but I don't put the alarm, the alarm clock on. <laughs> That's a sketch. That's you're not making. You're not. You're not. Uh, you're, you're trying to fool yourself. I'm choosing to go to work, but you don't get out of bed. That's you didn't choose to go to work. You didn't choose to go to work. You're, uh, you're fake. You're fake. If I'm choosing to uh, be nice to my wife, but you can't get up in the morning and insult your wife. You didn't choose to be nice to your wife. You chose nothing. So you have to show. You have to want to go in that way. You have to want to go in that way. Then Hashem will help you because that's your, because that's your desire. Desire is a real true desire. You have to have an action. You can't just have it, have to have it in your mind and try to start it up. <laughs> Take the step. And then, and then the result is up to God. So now, we're talking about the big concept of Selim Lukim. And Hashem wants you to have that concept because He wants you to know how great you are. That you're made in the image of God, you are great, you have a soul. That's the image of God. Your soul is implanted in the peace of Hashem. And Hashem took Madele Nafach, Medele Nafach, Medele Nafach. What did He blow? He blew from Himself. Yeah, Hashem blew from himself? Yeah, he blew from himself. What does that mean? I don't know. But he blew something, some greatness of himself. Now, that doesn't distract. Don't get the wrong idea. That didn't detract anything of himself. It's like you're blowing into a balloon. You blow the air from yourself into the balloon. It doesn't detract from the air that you have in you to blow more air. But the air that's in that balloon, that's your air. So the air that you have, the soul that you have in yourself, in your body, in your mind, that's Hashem blowing from his soul into you without detracting from anything from himself. Now, now he wants you to know that because he, lo- he wants you to know how great you are 
how great you can be, that your potential is unlimited. And he wants us to know that right at the beginning of the Torah, he wants us to know it because he loves you. He wants to give you confidence. And we should all have confidence that we can be great because we've made it to them. Look in that mirror in the morning. Look at the mirror in the morning. Look at the mirror in the morning. Wash it. Take that water and wipe off your face. Look in the mirror with your two eyes and wipe it and say, I'm wiping off the face. I'm dusting off the statue of the king. Rabbi Akiva said it. I keep saying Hillel said it. I'm not sure which one or the other makes a difference. Both kind of him. But one of them, I'm dusting off that statue of the king. When you're dusting off your statue of the king, you are a statue of the king. You're dusting yourself off. And you should think that you are a statue, Mamash, of the king. That you're a, a sentimental king. So now, also, you have to know that your friend is a sentimental Your fellow Jews certainly are sentimental All the creation in the world are sentimental king. Uh, of course, you can't compare a, a, a Jewish sentimental king to a boy. We have, we have a, a Jewish neshama. We have a Jewish Torah. Yeah. So that Salem, again, I was telling you, that Hashem blew it into us, that's a projector. Your soul is a projector, and your face is a screen. The face is a screen. And the projector in your soul is projecting the greatness that's inside of your soul that you've got initially, and that you've developed since you were born. And that's your objective in life, is to develop the greatness inside your soul. By learning Torah, having Yudot having Hakarata Tov, all the things that you're here to do in this world, you are then making your soul greater. You're making it greater than, than the initial soul that God put into you. And He expects it to be greater. When you go upstairs after 120 years and, and you return your soul to the Maker, you don't want to be the same old bag that you were when He put it in there. <laughs> That's what, what's that? So you want to give Him something back, Matava, a greater Matana. You want, when you put money in the bank, after 20 years, you're only giving back the same $10. You want compounded interest. Compounded. Hashem expects compounded interest from that beautiful piece that he put inside of you. That's all. And Rabbi Akiva comes and says, Aviv Adam He says, how beloved is man that is created in the image. But it's a greater love. He's even greater loved. Why? Why is it great? It shows Hashem's greater love. Why? That Hashem told him about it. Told him about we're in the Torah. You see, you see, God, you see, man was created in the image of God in either case. But the, whether he knew about it or didn't know about it. It's like a guy knows about, he knows about the uh, money, the, the, the billion dollars his uncle left him in the Swiss bank. He knows about it. Oh, he's very happy. He knows about it. He can go thank his uncle and he can go feel good. He can go do good things with it. Now, if he, he still got the billion dollars in the Swiss bank, but his uncle didn't tell him about it. Now, he's a billionaire, but he don't know about it. I don't know how much. That's not going to help him too much at all. It's not going to even make him like his uncle even better, which is one of the reasons why he, he, he should know about it. It's very important. You should tell a person about it. Abraham, so over here, Rabbi Akiva is telling you, it's a greater love. Be wise, because God is telling us, I gave, made you in a Salem team. You should be happy, and you should be happy about it, and you should be happy that I gave it to you. You should fall in love with me, God is saying. Why? Because I made you not, you're not a cow. You're not a horse. You're not a crocodile. You're not a baboon. You're made in the image of God. Can you beat that? You can't beat that. Get up tomorrow morning, get up today, wash your face in the mirror and say, wow. I'm made in the image of God. Thank Him from today to ever. Say, one day say, say, I, I haven't done it in a long Say, thank you, Hashem, you made me in the image of God. You should all say that today. You should say that forever. Thank you that you made me in the image of God. Wow. I should make a, a berachab for that. Without Shem Hashem. Baruch Hashem, that you made me in the image of God. Let's all add that today to our, to our thing. There's no end to thing. Now, the Talmud Torah, now, the Habim Yisrael, but Yisrael, now that's, that's a regular Adam. A regular Adam has to be thankful. Every person in this world should be thankful he's made in the image of God, not in the image of a horse. Now, 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 but Habibim Yisrael, Rabbi Akiva says, additionally, more, more so, Habibim Yisrael, how much more beloved Jews, Jewish people, that's us. 
that we're called Banim Lamakom. We are the children of Hashem. Oh, so when you walk on the street today, feel great, feel great, and think. You're thinking like Hashem. When you think it and say it, I'm a child of God. I'm created in the image of God. And not only that, I can't say I'm, a, you know, I'm Hashem's baby. I'm Hashem's son. You can't say such a thing. Like I just said, you can't, you can't say that. No, I didn't say it. God said it. Really? Said in this Torah, He said it. Oh, feel good about that. And thank Hashem that you th- that, that you are His son, and thank Hashem that He made you in His image of a God, image of Hashem. But what is doing it? Why are you? Uh, you have that merit. And Nabi Akavat gives you the answer, and we're going to end our shiur at this answer, and we're going to say because why? Because He gave us the Torah. This is the. This is what makes us Jews. Because I have, I have a special gift in my in my Ganadite. Because I gave him this this special gift. The children of Hashem, we have made in the in the Okay, and what what is it giving us this? Because the, the Torah is giving us this gift. It's giving us all these things only because of, of, of the Torah. And and we have to be careful to see the Salem in everybody. So with these few lessons, we should be very interested in pursuing more of the fundamental lessons in Sefer Bereshit. Let's just run through a couple of them while we still have a second or two. We have free will, we have Gan Eden, we have Teshubah, we have a concept of Teshubah, right? Adam me Teshubah, Kaim me Teshubah, Image of Hashem, kindly purpose, Olam Chesed Yibaneh, kindly purpose of the creation. We have um, Hashem is the Kol Yachol, He can do everything, He's the creator of the universe. Reproduction, that we have Shezar uh, Obo, uh, reproduction, things make, con- continuously make more things, they reproduce, the seed makes more apples, the, 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 the rabbit makes more rabbits. alone, but the big thing we're going to leave for last, that that's the last thing Hashem wants to know, the last thing in the, it says about the creation, and we should know that. But this world is very, 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 with three dots after it, ex nihilo, unending, very good. It's a very good world. God wants to know that it's a very good world. And when you walk in the street today, say it today. Say, you know, it's a very good world. It's a very good rainy day. It's a very good rainy day today. Now, you're not just saying it's a good world. You are now thinking like Hashem. That said, it's a very good world. So let's go out there and enjoy the world and be good Jews. We're made in Salem Lutheran. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>